Section 14 of The Children. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Boy. After an infancy of more than common docility and a young childhood of few explicit revolts, the boy of twelve years old enters upon a phase which the bystander may not well understand, but may make shift to note as an impression. Like other subtle things, his position is hardly to be described but by negatives. Above all, he is not demonstrative. The days are long gone by when he said he wanted a bicycle, a top-hat, and a pipe. One or two of these things he has, and he takes them without the least swagger. He avoids expression of any kind. Any satisfaction he may feel with things as they are is rather to be surprised in his manner than perceived in his action. Mr. Jaggers, when it befell him to be astonished, showed it by a stop of manner, for an indivisible moment, not by a pause in the thing he chanced to be about. In like manner the boy cannot prevent his most innocent pleasures from arresting him. He will not endure, albeit he does not confess so much, to be told to do anything, at least in that citadel of his freedom, his home. His elders probably give him as few orders as possible. He will almost ingeniously evade any that are inevitably or thoughtlessly inflicted upon him, but if he does but succeed in only postponing his obedience, he has visibly done something for his own relief. It is less convenient that he should hold mere questions addressed to him in all good faith as in some sort an attempt upon his liberty. Questions about himself one might understand to be an outrage, but it is against impersonal and indifferent questions also that the boy sets his face like a rock. He has no ambition to give information on any point. Older people may not dislike the opportunity and there are even those who bring to pass questions of a trivial kind for the pleasure of answering them with animation. This, the boy perhaps thinks, is fuss, and if he has any passions, he has a passionate dislike of fuss. When a younger child tears the boy's scrapbook, which is conjectured, though not known to be the dearest thing he has, he betrays no emotion. That was to be expected. But when the stolen pages are rescued and put by for him, he abstains from taking an interest in the retrieval. He will do nothing to restore them. To do so would mar the integrity of his reserve. If he would do much rather than answer questions, he would suffer something rather than ask them. He loves his father and a friend of his father's, and he pushes them in order to show it without compromising his temperament. He is a partisan in silence. It may be guessed that he is often occupied in comparing other people with his admired men. Of this, too, he says little, except some brief word of allusion to what other men do not do. When he speaks, it is with a careful shortened vocabulary. As an author shuns monotony, so does the boy shun change. He does not generally talk slang. His habitual words are the most usual of daily words made useful and appropriate by certain varieties of voice. These express for him all that he will consent to communicate. 
he reserves more by speaking dull words with zeal than by using zealous words that might betray him but his brevity is the chief thing he has almost made an art of it he is not merry merry boys have pretty manners and it must be owned that this boy's manners are not pretty but if not merry he is happy there never was a more untroubled soul if he has an almost grotesque reticence he has no secrets nothing that he thinks is very much hidden even if he did not push his father it would be evident that the boy loves him even if he never laid his hand and this little thing he does rarely on his friend's shoulder it would be plain that he loves his friend his happiness appears in his moody and charming face his ambition in his dumbness and his hopes of his life to come in ungainly bearing how does so much heart how does so much sweetness all unexpressed appear for it is not only those who know him well that know the child's heart strangers are aware of it this which he would not reveal is the only thing that is quite unmistakable and quite conspicuous what he thinks that he turns visibly to the world is a sense of humor with a measure of criticism and of indifference what he thinks the world may divine in him is courage and an intelligence but carry himself how he will he is manifestly a tender gentle and even spiritual creature masculine and innocent a nice boy there is no other way of describing him than that of his own brief language end of section fourteen